Here's the give. Walker! Listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Gillio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back, BetQL Daily, presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth here on a football Friday. We'll dive back into the NFL coming up next hour. I have Ed Egros of FanDuel at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. Later in the show, Joe and Paul will go over their contest picks for week number nine. I'm sensing a big bounce back for those guys in the contest this week. So we'll get to all that. Let's talk some college here. We better. Jesus. It's been no, a rough I, I, two I'm weeks. Feeling I'm feeling <laughs> it's good. Been rough. Bounce, it's a bounce back week for, for everything on the show. We hit, yeah. hit Survivor last night with the calls. I'm feeling good. But let's talk some college here. We, we played in with Gus Johnson last week calling Kenneth Walker's runs against Michigan. He is 6-1. Uh, to one. Earlier this week, he was still to win the Heisman Trophy. I think there's a ton of value there still on him. As long as Michigan State continues to win... Let's start with that game, and and just everyone hang on. We will have an update for you on the monkey situation down <laughs> in Texas. We will have that. But Michigan State, are you surprised at this number, Joe? They're only two-and-a-half-point favorites against Purdue on Saturday. Michigan State, they are number three in your college football uh, playoff rankings. Two-and-a-half-point favorites against the Purdue Boilermakers. I am... I am a little surprised. Is this a little bit of emotional letdown after beating Michigan? A road yeah, game? That, like, yeah, I mean, that's, that's got to be. Yeah, it's got to be that. Yeah, after, I guess, under the current program, this is the big, their biggest win they've ever had. And yeah. it was a hell of a game. And it's a really first tough test of the season when you look at it. Just the conference wins going in. I mean, very impressive what they've accomplished. But we are talking about, Northwestern, Nebraska, right. Rutgers, okay, Indiana, both on the road. But, okay, road Big Ten wins are never easy, but the competition level just wasn't there. And then you take down Michigan, the team you hate in state. So it is set up like the, the – it's the ultimate letdown because it's not only coming off to Michigan, but what are we all talking about? Michigan three. Okay. I mean, Michigan State up there in the playoff right now. But you still got to go to the horseshoe, and you still got to beat Penn State, and you still have to win the Big Ten Championship. You control your own destiny. Nobody's talking about Purdue-Maryland the next two weeks. They're completely <laughs> overlooking at it. So that, that is a huge part of the handicap. This is going to be, the at least by, uh, by me, the ABC game coming up on um, Saturday afternoon. So I was a little bit surprised. And you, and you can still find Kenneth Walker at 6-1. to one. I think there's value there, but there's value if you think Michigan State's going to be a playoff team because that's a trend we've seen in recent years that it's kind of a team award and you need to be in the playoff or very close to the playoff to win the Heisman. So the one thing on Purdue and why I think part of why the number is where it is, I mean, the letdown factor, what you said, the look-ahead factor, all that, they are pretty good defensively, Purdue. Purdue is 10th best in the country scoring against. I mean, they have a good defense. We had a... I think one of our guests earlier this week mentioned one of the Purdue kids, you know, he might end up top 10 NFL draft pick. So they've got players in that defense, but they are vulnerable against the run. Like this feels like a Kenneth Walker game, but this feel, if you like Kenneth Walker, you take him now to win the Heisman because they probably win this game. And if they win this game, 
he's going to be the reason they win the game. He's their best player. They're going to hand him the ball 30 times, and they're going to try to get out of there with a win. I would take Michigan State minus the two and a half. They might get picked off. I don't think this is the week. I, I, I think they're going to they'll find a way to get through Purdue. I mean, I'm, it's less than a field goal. Like Even if they squeak out of there with the win, yeah. 20 to 17, 23, 17, I, I, I like the Michigan State side in this game. I do too. Purdue's had some uneven results. They had the impressive win, um, 28-23 at Nebraska, 24-7 at Iowa. But they've also lost three times. They turn the ball over a lot, and they struggle in the run game, and Michigan State has Kenneth Walker. So I like Michigan State. I think they could probably win by a touchdown. I think they can too. We're not asking for a lot here. It's two and a half is the number here. Um, All right, let's go to Oregon, Washington. Oregon, the other team there on the, the in the playoff rankings i feel like we haven't talked about oregon right like they won that game in ohio state and then it's like they just have been forgotten as they just you know <laughs> mostly pile up wins they have the one loss on their season but mostly pile up wins they're in washington um the number has been around six and a half seven where are we sitting right now oregon is six and a half point road favorites 51 and a half on the total what are you thinking everybody's betting oregon everybody so yeah i it wouldn't shock me if we get past a seven so we've got the the home dog getting absolutely no support and what's funny is even after the college football initial rankings came out this past tuesday night what do we do talked about everybody in the big ten in the top 10 except for oregon it's it's a lack of respect for this conference yeah and it's yeah i mean that that's really where where it starts and I think most people just don't think that a Pac-12 team should be in the playoff when it's all said and done. When when you have the, the more impressive wins, I mean, I mean, I count me in that crowd, and I I like that the committee gave Oregon their respect because of what they did at the Horseshoe earlier in the season. I like that the Ducks are willing to take on the top teams in the country to prove that they do belong in the playoff. I like all that, but I'm also willing to say that the Big Ten is going to be represented. The SEC is going to be represented twice, and if Oklahoma runs the table, they're going to be in the playoff, and that that would likely knock out Oregon. Yeah, this matchup, Aaron, feels to me like it's an Oregon game. I mean, they're, that Washington defense is pretty miserable. Uh, Oregon usually covers against them. I, I like Oregon, yeah. even laying about a, about a touchdown. I was just going to say the Ducks are 13-2-1 ATS in their last 16 meetings with the Huskies. Now, this is the bet I might do. Washington has been an under team all year, going 7-1 and one to the under, and um, they haven't scored more than 24 points in, in the last four games, or in any of its last four games, rather. So okay. uh, the total is 51.5. This one maybe could go under. Maybe that's what I play if I play this at all. <laughs> I. I think I would have to take Washington in this spot. Just getting a touchdown at home, and that place is going to be ramped. Let, let's kick them out of the college football playoff. And let's, let's see. That's on the true. Road, on the road, since that Ohio State game, the Stanford game, that's their only loss. That was on the road in mm-hmm. overtime. And then UCLA, a couple weeks ago, they won by a f- field goal. So tight games. It, it, could, it could be a, another one-score game. So I, I would take the home dog. I like the under. I'm, I'm with Aaron on that. Um, Washington gets gashed on the ground. You would think Oregon will take advantage of that. And Washington's offense is any good. So I don't know how they're scoring enough to get this to it over. So I, I like the under exactly. on that as well. 
Ohio State, Nebraska. Do we know which Martinez is playing quarterback for Nebraska <laughs> this, this weekend? It's a 14-and-a-half point number. Ohio State is the favorite, 67-and-a-half on the total in this game. Um, look, Ohio State, this is kind of what they do, right? They, this At least this year, is they, they, they disappointed early, and they're just getting better and better. C.J. Stroud's getting better and better. I, I feel like if you ask the top teams, like the two SEC teams, Who's the one team other than each other you don't want to see when we get to January? And they could give you a truthful answer and they wouldn't, they, you know, no one would know what they say. I think they'd say Ohio State. They're yeah. always getting better. And they're always the team outside the SEC that could compete with these teams. Like you, they might be able to give them a game. Uh, it's a big number. Would you lay it 14 and a half if you were picking aside this game? No, I, I would take Nebraska getting 14 and a half. And I know Ohio State's looking at it and saying, hey, we're not the Big Ten team in the college football playoff. Let's just keep grinding. And Stroud is playing a lot better. You see the improvement. All of a sudden, he's a Heisman contender once again. Early on, after their slow start and their early loss, a lot of people knocked him out of that conversation. But uh, most spots, he's uh, one of the top favorites. I think he's got shorter odds than Walker and Kenneth Walker as well. And, and Nebraska, like the record isn't pretty, sitting at three and six. But look what they're doing. They're competing against these other Big Ten teams. It was a one-score loss against Purdue. One score lost to Minnesota. They lost by three to Michigan. Uh, they took Michigan State on the road to, to overtime. They lost by one touchdown at Oklahoma. Like, this team has been tested time and time yeah. again. And the record is impressive, but they are right there at the end of the ball game. So I would have to take those points. Yeah, I am too. Um, Nebraska plus 14 and a half. Every loss this year for the Huskers has been by eight points or fewer, and they're even better at in Lincoln. Um, they've lost two games at Memorial Stadium by a combined eight points. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's significant. But I, I don't know if they've seen a pass rush quite as good as Ohio State. Ohio State has the NFL no. players up front, and they don't. But they don't plus 14 and a half? That, no, yeah, it's that, a lot of points. And Martinez yeah. is going to fumble it in the end, and Ohio State's going to win, but I just, uh, I'm thinking they won't cover. Which, do we know what Martinez? Do we, we I just say Martinez now. Okay. I don't it's want just to get caught in the bag. We can't, we can't be wrong that way. All right. One more quickly, and then we got to get a, um, an update here on the, uh, the monkey situation. Can we go North Carolina? Are we yes. going there? Yes, yeah. Good. Okay, good. Wake Forest I... plus two and a half at North Carolina. So we were talking about undefeated Wake Forest team. On the road against Sam Howell, North Carolina. They were the ACC team that had the hype. This was supposed to be them as a potential out-of-nowhere top-10 team. No, it's Wake Forest that is. <laughs> Lack of respect for the Demon Deacons here? Uh, yeah, they're the underdog, right? I, well, it's funny. Their head coach is like, we're 8 no, and we're on top of the world. I'm like, uh-oh. Watch out. Going on the road to North Carolina for their homecoming. The Tar Heels coming off a loss. But Sam Howell hasn't had a terrible season. He's figured it out. The thing going in is he, he lost a lot of his weapons here. Wake Forest hasn't beaten anybody. Like, I'm not getting excited over Duke and Army and beating Louisville by a field goal and Old Dominion Norfolk State this year. Good for you. You're 8-0. No. They, they, they're putting up a lot of points. There's going to be scoring. This game was 59-53 to 53 last year. But give 77 me and a half is the total. I know. 77 I know. and a half. And it's probably going over. But I'm taking North Carolina minus two and a half at home on homecoming. Take Ooh. out the Demon Deacons. I'm going Wake Forest. UNC, they don't care about football anymore. They're already looking ahead to basketball season. Coach Claussen's going to have his team ready to go. They feel disrespected from those initial 
Um, college football playoff rankings. Now they're underdogs. Give me Wake Forest. Quickly here, uh, Brian Davis of the Austin American Statesman update on the monkey situation. Uh, coach <laughs> Sark passes when asked about the monkey story involving an assistant coach. Says that's a personal matter. Does not discuss personal matters with public at all. Not a distraction at all, says Sark. We shall find out. A monkey is a personal matter. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth, it's Becky Wild Daily. Presented, as always, by FanDuel Sports. We'll dive back into NFL Week 9. Next, want to see the show live? Just log on to Twitch. It's twitch.com backslash betql. Hey, what's up? It's Ken Barkley from You Better You Bet on from 3 to 7 p.m. Eastern. Watch and listen to the BetQL Network. Download the free Odyssey app and search BetQL. Your home for wagertainment is the BetQL Network.